podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Cop Update for this Friday. I'm Gav and this is the LFC Day Trippers. Um, if you're watching or if you're listening later on on a download, you're very, very welcome. Um, for those watching, please hit the like button if you're in the chat. Subscribe, share and throw in your comments for the next half an hour or so. That's how we work. On today's show, we're going to have a chat around the Carabao Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea at Wembley on Sunday. And we're also going to... Um, what, are we, what else are we going to do? Well, I'm going to break this internet while I'm here for a start. Uh, just let me sort something out here. There we go. Um, we are going to talk around Liverpool's finances as well. Okay. Um, the finances are in- interesting. They are interesting. I have to be honest with you. Um, like you look at, you look at, um, the statement put out from Liverpool today, just letting you know what's going on and how things are, and and it looks very, very healthy. To be perfectly honest, it looks very, very healthy. And you know what? Um, if they've got through this COVID stuff on the sort of figures that they're talking about, and I'm sure next year's figures will give us a more of an idea as well. Um, it would be really, really impressive from Liverpool. I'm going to be honest with you. But if um, as I said, if you have any comments on that at all, throw them into the chat. And as well, of course, we're going to talk about the the um, Carabao Cup final. Kieran B says, well, what does the finances say? Haven't seen yet. I'll go on Swiss Ramble later or over the weekend. The Swiss Ramble will do a great thread on it. There's no doubt about that. They're really good at what they do. Any truth in that Roman might get tough there with Chelsea? Says Kieran, I haven't got a notion. Daniel says, bonjour, trippers. What's happening with Roman? Is he going or what? This must be something that's happening. Is this just people thinking this will happen because he's, you know, Russian and what's going on in the Ukraine and um, freezing of assets and stuff like that? Is that something where Roman Abramovich will have to leave Chelsea? I don't think so. But um, they could stop him from entering the UK and they could freeze all his assets. I don't think he will freeze Chelsea's. And I think the way Chelsea um, operate, they're self-sufficient now. I think they owe Roman Abramovich a lot of money, but I think they're self-sufficient. I don't think they rely on his money um, as much as they did going back 10, 15 years ago. Shawnee Lawson says, Yup, Gav. Yup, Shawnee. Um, me and Shawnee had done some planning earlier. Um, we're taking a swing at something. <laughs> we hope it works. So um, let's see how that goes. Are we minted, says Kieran B. I'll show, I'll show you now in a minute. Great news on those finances. We're in a great spot. Hello, Gav, says Tor, keeping the dream alive. The Reds quadruple and everything to fall. Let us hope that for that after Saturday. There is nothing um, There is nothing to save them from stark, ignominious defeat. Uh, we are we just a well-run club. We should be proud. And FSG are doing a good job, says Mickey Friars. Afternoon, all, says Hannah alone. And... Um, MP is saying it in Parliament, Gav, about Roman Abramovich. Well, I'm sure that'll progress a little bit more um, as the days and possibly weeks go on, to be perfectly honest, because this isn't going to be something that's fixed very quickly. It's not going to be something that you'll have an outcome very quickly. That's just judging by the Russian um, stuff that's going on, the reaction from the Ukraine and the little snippets we're getting um, from the area over the last 24 hours or so. So listen, all we can do is hope that, um, we hope it is, finished swiftly and we hope it is done peacefully and you know just people have lost their lives already and we don't want to see that so um we really hope it gets ch- uh 
we really hope it gets sorted um, as quickly as we can. Chelsea or Roman 1.1 billion, um, says Paul Giovanni. They do. Um, he has been named in the US sanctions list and moving cash will be impossible for him personally. Everton owner at the same time will tell. Phil Murphy says, any chance of a loan, Gav, me? I, I, I could ask you the same thing. Um, couldn't care less on Chelsea, says Dodge, but we're in a good way, saying that need to spend a bit more on the squad. Um, Paris the spot to be in May hopefully we get there no reason why we can't Leila Rouge says, says Sean Lawson Champions League final has been moved to Paris I heard yes uh, Dynamo Kevin has and we have got history there Liverpool said Jota has a chance of playing on Sunday and her, but Firmino won't make it yeah that's where we sit with it um, Jota Jota looks good Jota looks good. Um, hopefully he trains. Or you may, you may some tr- see some training pictures. Um, we may see some training pictures. Hopefully today. Uh, Gav, kids not sound happy. Now one of my kids is having a meltdown now because um, he can't get into the room where I am, and he loves nothing more than annoying me in the room where I am. So um, it's usually nice and quiet here. It's different today. There's just kids and visitors and everything here at the moment. Um, now should have moved it to the Atta Talks as Red Steve. No, Paris will do. Paris will absolutely do. So let me let me just show you what's being said over the Liverpool finances. I'll, I'll show it on screen, and for the benefit of people that listen later, I'm going to read it out, and probably in full, or probably most of it. So let's have a look. So this is the Liverpool website. Um, I have gone through it, and let's just scroll and have a little gander, okay? So the summary of the financial period covers the period when Liverpool won the Premier League, its 19th league title. Significant impact on matchday revenue, dropping by nearly 95%. Media revenue rose by 64.5 million to a staggering 266.1 million. Commercial revenue rose only by 0.2 million to 217.6. And overall revenue down by 3 million to 487 million. Lost before tax fell by 41.5 million to 4.8 million. Okay, from winning the Premier League um, to playing games without supporters, this reported period covers an unprecedented time for Liverpool's football club on and off the pitch. The first full year of financial results impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic reveals matchday revenue fell from £70 million to £3 million, a drop of 95%. There was an increase in media revenue, as we've said. Okay, Commercial revenues um, rose slightly to £217.6 million. Although there was an impact on non-matchday commercial revenue during the period, including retail stores, stadium tours and the museum closing due to the pandemic, there was still a strong growth in partnership sales. A total of 13 new partnerships were announced, including Nike, Expedia, Amazon, Corn and SC Johnson. OK, so what what you take from that is what we've lost, we've gained back. OK, so we've, we looks like we've kept her on an even keel as we went along, which is really good to see. The club's social media channels surpassed 100 million followers, which include 30 million on Instagram, 20 million on Twitter and 4 million on TikTok. Liverpool also became the most engaged club in the Premier League across all social channels with a total of 1.43 billion engagements. And that's not surprising because social media was hit... Everyone wanted everything on social media and wanted to know any little bit of news, especially when you couldn't be at the ground and stuff like that. On the pitch, 12 new players were signed um, for the club during this period, which included bringing in world-class talent like Diogo Jota and Thiago Alcantara, while 12 players' contracts have been renewed, including Virgil van Dijk, Fabinho, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Harvey Elliott. Andy Hughes, who was LFC's managing director, said, These latest results demonstrate the significant financial impact of the global COVID pandemic which affected all areas of business. We have worked really hard for these pa- these past years to get us 
a really strong and sustainable financial position, despite navigating through a very challenging and uncertain period. Overall revenue remained flat, demonstrating the underlying financial strength of the business. It's been an unprecedented time on and off the pitch, he says. Our team, men's team winning our 19 league title was a truly fantastic achievement, but not having supported supporters in the stadium to share the moment was not how we wanted it to be. Our women's team also continues to grow and, ha- and hard work and strategic plans for the women's section is seeing a challenge for promotion to the WSL this season. The continued support from our ownership has seen over 130 million invested in infrastructure over the past three years and we're delighted with the great progress being made on the Anfield Road expansion project, which will see Anfield rise to 61,000 on completion in 2023. It's imperative, however, that we continue to live within our means and operate within football's regulations and financial fair play, but we continue to reinvest on and off the pitch to further strengthen our position and compete at the highest levels right across the club. We are hopefully nearing the end of the pandemic, but our priority remains to keep people safe. We'll also continue to to do great work in the community to support those who live in and around Anfield and across the city region, particularly those who have been impacted by the pandemic. Okay, so that's the full um, kind of statement from Liverpool. And, you know, it's it's one of those where... Um, it, it looks good. It really does look good. I think you're going to see a bit more come of it when the next set come out. Because I think this bring, that only brings us up to 2020. So you're going to see something. 2021 is going to show some as well. Um, you know, but the fourth round there looks like they've lost about 5 million quid um, in the fourth lot of it. I I don't know whether the next lot will, will show a bigger loss. But it's, look... Overall, the club have, have done quite well. Everything communication around USM is strange. Funny how no one believes them, but re- the thoughts really should be with the people of Ukraine. Listen, don't concern yourself with everything. And um, is it Usmanov and um, Fab Mishiri and their company? Don't concern yourself with that. Because you could you could believe that they're two separate companies trading in two different countries. Um, just don't be worrying about it. Um what it tells me, says Kieran, we are incredibly run, especially when you look around the f- Europe and look at the mess other clubs are in, building for the future. Um, let me see. Uh, will there be a final preview, says Zachary? Yes, that's coming tonight at 10 p.m. with Kev and Chris. Sounds promising, Gav, says Daniel Dawson. Uh, credit to the club and owners, I guess. Um, Gary Lockin says, did I miss much? I'm in work. Um, missed the start. No, no, you haven't missed much. I just read out a statement from Liverpool, but you can always go back and watch it in a bit. Um, but overall, let's let's look at it. You know, for that season, 1920, so you're probably looking at the 2020 financials and a lot of games played by home, like 90, 95% down in revenue match. Like overall, what they've done at the club has, um, I suppose, offset, offset that. Like that's 70 million quid they lost. On revenue in the ground, you know, and and look, I've seen people say, look, oh, well, you only lost five million, and um, and even after seventy million quid loss, um, I seen somebody out there today saying they should slash ticket prices and all. Now I'm all for cheaper tickets, but I think the seventy million that they lost from match day has just been offset by commercial deals. So if you take that on its on its merits, you know, when things go back to normal and you know your full seasons with t- with um. 
people around football grounds using the likes of the museum, the tour, the retail stores and stuff like that and, and every other thing within the ground. Realistically, you've got 70 million more pound more there. Now, that's not to say that your commercial deals don't go up as well, but I think they've done what it looks like is they've done an incredibly good job of bringing in more commercial deals to offset the loss from match day revenue. Now, they, they could turn around and go, yeah, listen, let's knock 20 million off the price of tickets over the course of a season and everyone would be delighted. But but again, you'll still have people going, oh, well, why aren't we spending X, Y and Z? They are definitely living within their means and um, they've done an incredible job on the commercial side of it. And now you'll probably see the fruits of that labour, I think, in the, in the summer and beyond, if they are to spend some money, if they are to spend some money. But I think overall it's really, really good. Um, I think it's a really good result for Liverpool. And I, I'd, I'd be interested to see, um, I'd be interested to see what other clubs' finances look like when they're released for the same year as Liverpool have just released. Because the, although there's a massive drop in that match day revenue, if you look at the commercial deals and how they've gone up and everything, it, it just it looks very, very good. Uh, being financially competent as a club and having the strength of team we have is an envious position for most. But there are still people out there that will moan, says Yus. Yeah, listen, there can be people out there that will just moan, moan, moan. And have no qualms about doing it. And sometimes you feel like they've no reason behind it. I'm When it comes to me, I'll always say what I feel and if I feel there's something negative to say about FSG or whatever, anything I'll say it but I try to do it in a measured manner where I have a little think about it you know I don't see myself as a moan if I say to you we should bring in player A or player or two players in the summer because I'll have a think about how we could bring them in the cost what we could offset it against and still be within the model that FSG are in you know um, and that's absolutely fine to do there's no problem with that. If you have some reason behind what you're trying to say and not just, you know, oh, fucking spend 150 million on him. You know, it's like, mm, yeah, I don't think that works. But look, you have to give, from what I've read, you have to give credit to not only the owners, because but everyone in the football club, and I'm talking from the very top to the very bottom, that have worked, looks like incredibly hard to do a brilliant job for the club in such a, awful time for football let's be honest um, not being able to go not being able to watch football for a good few months and then not being able to get into game, grounds and watch it so there you go um, Red Steve reckons 50 of you have no thumbs oh ok there's 100 people watching there's 50 likes I get it um, Match Machoya says what's up fam how's the books looking let me just bring that back up on screen just to give you a quick look at that again okay so let me just bring it back here and we can just read out the main points at the top okay and then we can all move on from this so there you go it's it covers a period from liverpool winning the 19 title match day revenue down 95 percent media revenue rose 65 million okay commercial revenue rose just 200,000 basically overall revenue down by 3 million to 487 million and last lost before tax fell from 41 to 4.8 okay that's a look for everybody on screen and a, a catch up for anybody that may listen later on okay um let me see uh sunday 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 carabao cup final against everton no, no, against Chelsea. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of, I can't get Man City going to Everton on my head on Saturday. <clears throat> um, 
Chelsea v Liverpool at the Wembley on Sunday, half past four, kick-off Carabao Cup final. I want to know how you're all feeling about it on this Friday afternoon. You know, we've nearly bang on 48 hours. We're f- 14 minutes, 48 hours and 14 minutes away. No, two hours, 50 hours away, right? We call it 50. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I just want to see what you think. Team, early team predictions, early score predictions, whatever you want, absolutely throw it in there. As I said, Kev and Chris are going to do a sports show later. It's going to be heavily looking at the League Cup final along with a bit of Premier League stuff and other stuff thrown in. So um, go and um, check that out at 10 o'clock. But I want to see what you think. Just early doors. You might change your mind between now and 10 and that's absolutely fine. Uh, let me see... Kieran B wants to know about a guy called Spunky Monkey. I don't know what that's... I don't know who he is. Uh, Stu Max says, that's why I respect you, Gav. You're not like the narrow-minded, entitled ones who know ev- who know very few players and yet moan and whine when said players aren't signed. Keep the humility and insight. Listen, I haven't got the time to shout and roar and give out. I just look at something, have a little think about it. It only takes five minutes and then give an opinion and then sometimes you're absolutely wrong. And if you're wrong, come out and say, yeah, I was absolutely wrong. What can you do? Um, MP, the full statement will be released soon. Follow Swiss Ramble on Twitter when it's released uh, in full for the breakdowns, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, absolutely check out the Swiss Ramble on Twitter because they do, will do the by far the best breakdown of Liverpool's finances. So definitely check them out. John Moore is buzzing. Can't wait for Sunday. Kieran B, can't wait for Sunday. Could be a good game. I'd love to beat Chelsea. We're favourites, um, in his opinion. The only place the only place that's up for grabs is Canati and Matip. The rest of the team picks itself. I kind of agree with you, Kev. If you're going with a Thiago Fabinho Henderson midfield, I fully agree with you. Uh, 4-0 to Liverpool says G10. I'm liking it. Uh, the Blue Nose is going to dream of being in a final. They have a big game. A big, big game on Saturday because I, I think Burnley go away to Brentford. Is it? And do what? There's two teams below them are away. I think I Brentford and somebody else, Newcastle away at somebody else. And if they were to vote, we'd never be in the bottom three going into that game. Um, let me see. Ali wants Kelleher, Trent, Matip, VVD, Robbo, Fabinho, Hendo, Thiago, Salah, Mane, Diaz. That is his team. We're going to have a full discussion about Kelleher versus Allison for Sunday night. We don't all agree, says Kev O'Sullivan. Uh, perfect. That's 10 o'clock tonight. Um... I think the lineup picks itself, says Zachary. I think it is it's getting close to that. Heading over Sunday morning from Cork. No, no ticket, not bothered. Hopefully, it's the start of a special season, says Gareth. Gareth, just be careful because if you're not, if you're going over with it without a ticket and you don't manage to get one, I think the pubs and stuff around Wembley and that area are being instructed not to show the game to discourage um, fans from traveling without tickets. So just be careful. You might need to head further out away from Wembley to get the game somewhere. Just a little note. I just did see something about that. Um, uh, Air lads bound to be the more confident going into Sunday. Burnley have Palace Leicester this week, I think. Yeah, so Burnley have a real chance, but it, it will take two away wins from some some of them in the bottom two in the bottom three to put to put Everton in the bottom three. If you get me, but it's only play on um, Saturday evening. Um, I'm really excited for it. I'm not doing the show tonight. The next show you'll see me on will probably be the Fatback 4. We don't know whether we're going to do a full-time red because it'll be very close to the Fatback 4 on Sunday. But I think it will be Kelleher Trent. I think he'll go Matip. 
Van Dyke, Robertson. I think you go Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson. And I think the front three, Diaz, Salamane, definitely. I think that's the team. Any news on Kovacic and Ziyech? Both of them limped out of their game against Lille on Tuesday, I think it was. Um, if there's any work, any word on them, let me know. I haven't seen anything since they they hobbled out of that game. Kovacic, I think Ziyech might be more of a worry. But but let's let's let me know if you've seen anything. We should target Aspelaqueta and Alonso. Target both Chelsea flanks. The legs aren't there. Alonso usually has a good game against Salah. He actually does. Um, Diaz is just a bit. I know he's very known, but I think he's a bit unknown in the way he's playing in this Liverpool side at the moment. So that might be something to get at. But I I'm not against Mane being up the middle. Um, Thiago Silva is a fantastic centre back. You know, will they play Christensen? They'll play Rudiger. Um, and with those likes of players, movement is what you want. Don't play up against them. Don't go physical with them. Um, movement. And movement probably off the back of Thiago Silva towards the other two. Because Thiago Silva reads everything in the game. He's he's a brilliant, brilliant. Um, he's a he's a brilliant centre-back. Uh, Ziyech, um, let me see. Both on the recovery session. With whoever played the game on Tuesday. They're both fine, says Tugel. Well, okay. Um, I thought one of them pulled up after making a sprint. and looks like maybe in a calf or a hamstring. And the other one went down. Maybe Achilles. Uh, Reese James is back training too. Um, Ziyech and Kovic is both back, both back as usual. Okay, so it wasn't as big as, as thought. I thought when I seen them going down at the weekend. Or during the week that there may have been an issue. So yeah, um... Kieran Bees is in a back three. Thiago Silva is still world class. I think he is. I think he's excellent. And, you know, when you see players and you see people going on about, oh, look at him and the age of him and this and that, you know, when you're that good, age doesn't matter. You know, you could easily see him doing another season if they were Chelsea. Genuinely, he's he's really that good. I think our attack will have too much pace and movement for their defence as Santandi. You need to pull them around. If you let them set, set themselves Chelsea, they're really good. They close off spaces really well. Thiago Silva wins reads the game great Christensen players really good in the air strong Rudiger really likes a battle you know what I mean um, but what, what you'd need to do is you, like if you're going to pin Aspilicueta and Alonso against say Diaz and um, Diaz and Salah this is where Henderson need, comes into it Henderson needs to move he needs to get up and support and basically say right Thiago Silva is going to cover Alonso and um, let's say uh, Rudiger is going to cover Aspilicueta. I think it might be Christensen. But you need someone getting in the box then. You need that extra man to make a difference. Because Chelsea, even against Lille, sat in and let them have the ball. And they have got great players. When you look at Ziyech, um, you look at um, Pulisic, Mount, um, they have loads of players that can hold you. Loads and loads of players that can hold you. And like we laughed about Lukaku last week. Lukaku gets a head of steam up. He can really, really hurt you. He can. We need to be absolutely on it. And not reckless in our attacking, but we need to make clever moves around them because they'll be quite happy to sit in. They really, really will. So we need to be, we need to be clever in what we do. Um, Tuchel lawyers like Klopp, says Kevo Sullivan. Yeah. The Southern Scouts has Kelleher, Trent, Robbo, Van Dyke, Matip, Fabinho, Thiago, Endo, Diaz, Mane, Mane, Salah for Sunday. Yeah, I think that's the team that most people expect. But then again, we didn't expect Coach Jones to be anywhere near at, uh, during the week. Harvey Elliott doesn't get in the squad during the week. Is there a chance he comes in? 
you know, it all depends what way he sees Chelsea approaching this. And he may pick someone that he feels can overload the box at times. You don't know. Is Henderson the best to overload the box at times? Don't know. Is it Elliot? Is it Ox? Is it Kate? You don't know. Um, but there's loads and loads of options there. Zachary says, I think they'll start. Um, Aspilicueta, Rudiger, Silva, Christensen, Alonso, Kante, Kovacic, Pulisic, Havertz, Mount. Um, Tucci lies to the media. Uh, like he might be saying they are fit to get into Klopp's head. I don't, I don't think Klopp will pick a team based on them two being fit. He'll pick his team. Um, and when he sees their team, he'll, he'll, he'll listen, he'll have a plan for every single sort of combination of side that Chelsea have. That's how hard he work on, on stuff. Five subs, uh, says Kev Ball. Yes, it is, fi- it is five subs. League Cup final. Has to be. Uh, has to be five subs. Do anyone want to tell me any different? I can't see why it wouldn't be five subs. Haven't we had five subs all the way through? We still have it in the FA Cup as well. So I think it is five subs. A Kepa apparently said Tuchel owes him a start for this final as Mendy played World Club Cup final. So any of them could play. Well, Kepa has been the League Cup goalkeeper, hasn't he? So you never know. Look, you don't know. I, I think we'll definitely pick Keller. Um, Antigo wants to embarrass them on Sunday. They're obsessed with Gerrard. Uh, Kieran B is going to tune Liverpool. In the midfield is where the game is won. Hopefully Fab, Hendo and Thiago. And King Jason Tordine says, I'm sure Elliot Canati uh, will start as well. Well, I don't want Trent to play on Sunday. I'm wary of the counter on that right flank, says Amrit. Um, Trent will 100% play. 100% play. And when Chelsea break down Liverpool's right-hand side, it's not all about Trent. It will be about if Henderson's there. It will be about if Matip starts. That's what it'll be about. Them them trio of players looking after that break and you have to remember if you want Trent to be that high up the pitch and cause trouble up that end you cannot expect him on the break to be back in the right back position every single time so that's the way we play um, all comps are five subs bar the Premier League has to be those three in, in the middle says Daniel and no messing control of the game that's where we win it what was the starting three in midfield away at Chelsea it was definitely Fabinho Henderson I don't think Thiago started again because we were awful in midfield we kept losing the ball we kept being way too rushed on it I think Fabinho Henderson starts does Jones start that game I don't think Thiago does but we are awful in midfield because we didn't we didn't get someone on it we didn't play and I think it might have been Thiago not playing because we didn't take any control of the game but look at the end of the day that's a very very strong Liverpool 11 going out the goalkeeper's nothing to worry about He's played absolutely f- perfectly fine when when called upon, and he will do again. I've no doubt about that. Um, he's very confident in what he does. He's learning from one of the best in the business, if not the best in the business right now. So I've no issue with Kelleher being there. What this is about for me is Kante will play a worldy. He always does. They will look to get Mount and say Pulisic or ZH or whoever it might be in little spaces, um, possibly between our. Uh, Full back and centre back somewhere in them areas to try walk off if Harvard is up front, say for argument's sake. We need to take control. We need to not be reckless. Be patient, okay, and pull them pull them around the pitch. It's a big pitch. We need to pull them around it. We need to we need to get them one on one and with the likes of Diaz, and um, with the likes of Salah and even Manny, you know, running channels one on one. We need players breaking into the box. But we also need to know that if we're going to push our fullbacks forward and try pin them, that the likes of Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson and the two centre-halves are absolutely as a unit, 
as the game goes on. That's my opinion. I won't get a chance to give you a prediction, but I'm going to go for 2-1 to Liverpool after 90 minutes, not extra time. 90 minutes, 2-1 to Liverpool. Goal scorers, I'm putting Diaz in for a goal. Um, and I'm putting Sadio Mane in for a goal. No chance they will put us on the back foot. They will be deep. We need to take our early chances. That will fall our way, says King Jason. Um, yeah, I think they will. I'd say Kante will be told to keep close on Thiago and don't let him dictate play. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. But that's where, if he wants to sit on Thiago, it's taking Chelsea's best midfielder out of the game. If he wants to sit on Thiago, that's no problem. That's where Henderson and that's where possibly the two fullbacks get a little bit more space and look to do damage. So I'm all good with that. Um, I think that's about it. We've gone through the finances. They look good. As Kev and others have said in the chat, check out Swiss Ramble um, sometime this evening or tomorrow where they will usually have a really, really good breakdown of what's going on with Liverpool's finances and how good, bad or indifferent they look. They look good on the face of it. Um, 10 o'clock tonight is Sports Unplugged with Kev and Chris. They're again going to be heavy on this League Cup final, having chats around all across the pitch. And they will be doing some stuff around um, the Premier League stuff this weekend. And other sports that might be throwing up a few bits here and there. They will absolutely discuss that. So grab yourself a beer or whatever it might be, a cup of tea, a wine, whatever it might be. Settle down at 10 o'clock and watch the lads. Don't forget Failicon. Um, we're flying now. All the lads are piling their money in to play on the day. We are, our sponsors are starting to throw their money in as well. We have four holes left. I checked it today. We have four holes left to sponsor. 100 euro each to sponsor them. If you know any individual or company that would like to sponsor them, get in touch with us. LFCDayTrippers at gmail.com um, and we can get your name in there or your company name in there as a sponsor and it will be on the tee box of that hole on the day. Check that out. It will get us to between three and a half and four thousand, but now it's the big push. Six thousand euros to find in the next three months. And we're gonna absolutely pound you with information on this. The link for the Failacons website is in the description if you need to know about them. But let take it from me, an absolutely brilliant uh, charity. The link for the donation page is in there as well. So if you can donate, great. If you can't take those two links, send it to all your friends, all your family, anyone you know, and just have to have a look and consider it. And if we can just keep sharing and sharing and sharing, it's like a Chinese whisper. It'll go out, but as time it comes back, um, you know, we'll have we'll have that money for those um that brilliant charity come the tenth of June. As I said, check the sh- the show out later on. It's been really good to talk to you on this Friday afternoon. Have a great weekend. Um, I will be talking to you after the League Cup final, and hopefully Liverpool have secured their first trophy of the season. Over and out. Podcast Network.